0: Welcome to Express Yourself. I'm Kirbanu, and this is your podcast for creativity, conscious business and soul expression. I'm very excited to share my podcast episode guest with you, the beautiful Anki from Sound and Yoga. Now of course as you know, sound is a pretty big part of my life being a musician, a singer and a voice specialist and it's also a big part of Anki's life as her focus is on sound bath, giving sound baths, sound healings with Tibetan singing bowls, crystal balls, gongs, and all other elements of sound. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the power of sound baths, how this can help you in your daily life, and so much more. I can't wait to share it, so let's just get straight on into it. hello and welcome to another episode of express yourself this is your podcast for creativity conscious business and soul expression and i'm so happy that the sun is shining back in germany very very cool (laughs) hello 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 and welcome to another episode of express yourself i'm Kirbanu, and this is your podcast for creativity Conscious Business and Soul Expression. I am very excited to have my very special guest coming in to join me into the space today. We're going to be talking about one of my all-time favorite topics and that is the topic of sound, the power of sound healing. So if you just bear with me as I wait for my special guest to come in and enter the space, I'm really looking forward to her joining me. Gonna get her to come in here and invite her in. Yeah, here she comes, I hope. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Let's see if she's coming in. Just waiting on my special guest. Yes. Hi, hi. Hello. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: You look so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, gorgeous. Gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. So, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking a little time to have a chat with me today. It's beautiful to have you as a guest on the podcast. Uh,
1: Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. And I know we actually kind of bumped into each other last year for the first time. I was a little bit in stress, so I didn't really get to communicate with you. I think. You were on the stage before me at the Ayurvedic festival, so my brain was like in set-up, set-up, set-up
1: mode. <laughs> my brain was, uh, I have to pack all my singing boards, the crystal boards, accurately still. I, I know. I think we both liked it. We were both
0: like, hi, it's nice, nice to see you, but like no time, like complete stress. That was really stressful, but I'm looking forward to being back there again soon, and uh, yeah. maybe we'll have some more time to hang out with each other without without Absolutely. me jumping yeah. on the stage after you're getting off of
1: it. Off stage, yeah. backstage, backstage,
0: backstage Sorry. with a <laughs> cup of chai would be great. Oh, um, <laughs> so Anki, um, I would love to talk to you today, obviously about our special topic, which I think we both share and love and are passionate about, and that is the power of sound. And before. We get into a little bit more about your approach to sound and the healing power of sound and what you're offering the world through your dharma. Um, I would love to know how you got into doing what you're doing, because of course, you're running your own business, focusing on on yoga and sound and offering so many uh, really offerings into the world from sound massages to uh, 20-hour trainings, which I know are often way booked out in advance on the topic of sound to giving concerts, well, sound healings and things like this, to being on tours, So you're quite a busy person. How is it that you got into this topic in the first place? How did you fall in love with sound?
1: Uh, So from my background, I was not into music or music theory. I come from online marketing (laughs) aspects. That was my professional life i i come from cologne but i lived in hamburg in the north Mm. of germany for 10 years doing digital marketing as a strategist and consultant for different agencies and companies and after being into that industry for 10 years i decided to have a break because another pitch and another deadline was quite exhausting so i took some time off and Mm. i wanted to go to india to have time off see new things get into yoga a little bit more and yeah and then I stayed in India I couldn't leave anymore
0: and you said you (laughs) were there for like 15 months or something that's a long time
1: I planned a sabbatical of three months (laughs) but when it came to the end I couldn't fly back I just stayed in India (laughs) I just stayed where were you in India in that moment um Rajasthan
0: um, oh, the okay. But, okay. wow oh. yeah that's not the most inviting yeah. I mean I've been to India for six months I've been through there cool what, what was going on there <laughs>
1: yeah well, I, I had been <laughs> traveling to Goa first, which was very Western style, and then I got deeper into Kerala and found the more Ayurvedic yoga style, and then I traveled to the more southern points, and I came to Chennai and the East Coast and Pondicherry, like French towns, which was so crazy on that journey, and then I went to Rajasthan, the desert, and Mumbai, and uh, after three months with so many experiences in India, I knew I I didn't know where exactly to go. I just knew I couldn't go back.
0: <laughs> Interesting. So, and I what stayed. did you do? How did you get into then sound healing and from this yeah. taking a 3-month sabbatical that taking... turned into this long experience. That turned into a complete life shift. Yeah.
1: Instead of flying back home to Germany, I took the bus to (laughs) Rishikesh, And this is where I got stuck then for like six months and um, did yoga trainings and found sound healing because Mm. during my yoga teacher trainings, uh, instead of mantra night, my teacher came not with a harmonium, but with like so many Tibetan singing bowls. Mm. And that was my first sound bath. And yeah, that's when that sound of singing bowls found me. (laughs) And... Yeah, I I couldn't leave it any time
0: anymore. It's beautiful. And I love that you just followed yourself. I'm a huge fan of just following my inner guidance as well. And my whole life has been like that since I left, uh, since I finished my studies and started traveling. Everything has been like that. Just like, I, I decided also to go to India within like a month and I just went on a whim, had no idea why I was going. And then I ended up staying in Damsala, where the Dalai Lama, where the Dalai Lama is in and a uh, huge, massively impact of my life. What was it like when you were lying there and when you had that very first experience with the Tibetan singing bowls? Can you explain that? Like, how, how was that for you? What happened?
1: Um, I think I couldn't, and still can't really explain that in words. It's so difficult to explain in words. It was so many feelings, emotions, sensations running to the body and the mind. Um, it felt like a state where I've never been before. Mm. And the mm. state, yeah, I really can't explain in words, but felt so magical that I knew that it's like a different dimension mm. and I need to get deeper into that. Mm. And that's why I then only very fast decided to take trainings and being taught in how to do sound meditations and sound massages and all the things I'm doing now daily <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also and, and did you learn
0: that in india so did you take the trainings there or did you take them in germany
1: yes i took all trainings in india i did first i took yoga teacher trainings and lived in the ashrams and then in the ashrams i got introduced to the singing bowls and then i got trainings with the tibetan singing bowls and gongs and yeah <laughs> i couldn't stop that anymore yeah what
0: it, it's, it's beautiful what how do, how do the singing bowls work? Like for someone who has no idea what we're talking about, um, how, how like, and let's focus on Tibetan singing bowls for this conversation, if that's okay. Um, how, how does it work? Yeah, how does it work?
1: Well, Tibetan singing bowls, they look like um, golden often, and because they are mostly from bronze, but also other five to seven different metals, mm also silver and gold and platinum and other stuff. And they are usually in India and uh, in Nepal handmade. Mm. And you can see that little pot from the hammering in the bowls. And when you play them with a mallet from leather or softer ones with a felt from the side or from the top, there's different techniques, how to hit or play a singing bowl that it makes a sound. Mm-hmm. And the vibration, like mm-hmm. these two aspects coming from the singing bowls. So, you have the sound that you can hear with your ears, which enters through your ear into your mind, your nervous system, and can calm the mind as it's um, responding and talking to the brain waves. Mm-hmm. And these frequencies are slowing down the brain waves into more relaxation status. Yeah. And the other aspect is the vibration that comes from the bowls, which you can really feel on a physical level in your body mm-hmm. as our body consists of yeah, 60 to 70% of water. And water carries that vibration four times as fast as air does. Mm-hmm. So inside the body, that vibration travels very quickly to all parts of the body because everywhere in our body, we have liquid parts mm. like not only in the blood it's in each muscle organ everywhere we have liquids mm. and when it comes to that liquid that vibration that makes it move so you can feel it like an internal body massage like the organs get massaged the muscles all mm. tissues <laughs> so you can really feel that vibrations in different body parts it feels like you're showering from the inside mm. <laughs> it's just beautiful feeling.
0: Mm. I love so much how you explained it. And I love the joy on your face as you explained it. Like, it's just blissful. Um, it's beautiful. A little
1: bit ticklish. A little bit back, Like you're smiling, a little um, bit high.
0: Like, oh. I mean, for me, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, I, I know it from the voice. So, you know, obviously something, it's the same, you know, because we can listen to the sound of the voice externally, but we can what i really believe is much more powerful and what i teach is to concentrate on the vibrations and on your inner experience of the formation of the voice inside of you on the air and inside of your being and when you really do that like you can really feel it in all of your chakras at the same time i mean you can awaken your kundalini and feel it viscerally and it's exactly like exactly what you just said an inner massage that's exactly how i would explain it like feeling the vibrations and I, I often say it's almost like a kiss from like a very intimate partner. It's like this, you know, it's like, it's, it's very delicious. It's very, yes, I, I, I feel you. I'm, I'm with you. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get it. It's exactly how I feel when I'm working with the voice. How, I mean, you mentioned a little bit, but now let's maybe go into that a little bit more. With the brain waves and and, and uh, you know and what this is doing, this feedback from the sound to, to the mind to calming down the brain waves, getting us into more of an alpha theta state. How how can this offer us a space for healing? How can this offer us a space for transformation? You mentioned stress. How can it help us to de-stress?
1: Yeah, it can support the body in 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 many ways as it supports the body in their self-healing abilities. Because that frequency that comes from the singing bowls, no matter if the Tibetan, the crystal bowls, also the gongs, (laughs) from all that kind of nature instruments, when that vibration enters the body, it's on very low frequency level. And it starts in the mind with the brain waves. We have different states of brain waves. So now we are in the beta waves, which is like the very active, talking, little bit high beta, maybe, and mm-hmm. state. But when it comes, exa- um, uh, for example, sleeping, many people in our society these days, due to the stress, don't have proper healing sleep. So when we enter sleep, we go from beta to alpha brain waves. And then when we go to d- the deep sleep fa- deep sleep phases, we go to the theta waves and maybe the delta waves. And in that deep state of mind and brain waves, there is the ability of the body, everybody carries that in themselves, to repair and heal the immune system and... Um, Maybe all the experiences, also traumatic experiences from life, can be a little bit healed in self healing processes. But in our society, with the food, with all the electrical dust, with like the stress from work, it's from all media what we receive. The mind is so stressed that during sleep, it's like a bad sleep, which is not a healing, not a very deep sleep. Yeah. And like sound meditation can be something like a shortcut into that state because the low frequencies of the singing bolts respond to the brain waves and takes them slowly down into this deep state of alpha theta or delta waves. Yeah. And during the time of a sound bath or sound meditation, for example, when the mind and the body comes into this state, it's like really relieving for the body, de-stressing, and yeah, it's like shortcut from deep sleep, maybe, (laughs) you have very much rejuvenating, you know.
0: It's so good. I mean, I know that as well from the voice. I'm I'm actually uh, in a process of uh, of working with the voice and developing the voice for voice baths. So it's the same as a sound bath, but wow. just doing overtoning. Uh, so it's yes. I'm training it a lot at the moment, mm-hmm. and uh, and this is the same thing. So it's exactly the same concept of working with the alternative states of consciousness of bringing the brainwaves down to exactly as you so well said to allow the body to heal itself. To allow the body to come back into balance, to step out of this like super overstressed, anxious, high alert, like <laughs> highly active fight or flight mode, a poor, our poor nervous system, and to offer the state of, of softness and space through through changing the brainwaves, uh, alpha theta, et cetera. And, and to offer this healing that the body, that's innate to the body. And I think it's so beautiful how you said it because it's not like we take it from outside. And I always say that about a mantra practice as well. You know, you could concentrate on the mantra, but in the end, you're awakening and connecting to something inside of yourself. You're not going outside of yourself for something. It's in you. You're just aligning with it and strengthening it. And and I love what you said, how how the power of the singing bowls or the sound therapy can help us activate our own inner healing power. Beautiful. It would
1: be important to say that Sound healing in any different way is self-healing because as sound healer in whatever, I am not healing the people, but Mm -hmm. I'm offering a space and I'm playing the bowls. And then the frequencies of the bowls entering the body and the mind allow that person to heal themselves in the moment.
0: It's beautiful. And that's so important. It's so important. What, what what do you have to do for yourself? Is there a process that you go through before you're giving a sound healing session or a sound meditation? Is there an internal process that you go through in order to kind of like align yourself? I'm curious.
1: Um, my process is related to Bella. She's my dog and she needs long dog walks in the woods. <laughs> so that is kind of my, my personal healing part, which is like the biggest part of myself on reflecting on calming down. I also really love um, the Pansanto santo and the white sage oh. and cleaning energetically the room and also my mind, both, like walking through the forest with my dog, Bella, and <laughs> walking around the house, the room, wherever I am.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's beautiful, though, to have, that, to have that, I think, intention to set ourselves into a mindful space before we're holding space. Because I always feel like that if I'm working with Mantra or doing, a, or doing a voice therapy session, you know, it's really about, I like to say, getting my ego out of the way. <laughs> the more I can do that, the better it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. So it's really I just about imagine. opening up trust and obviously having a little bit of preparation for that to step out of the everyday life into intention and then, and then
1: sometimes I'm also struggling with that process. When, for example, as you also know, in our daily business, when we have like soundbars or ketan station on the stage, where we meet each other, we <laughs> have like ten minutes to get prepared with all your stuff and sound check and instrument. Then you really stress out when it's like just a few minutes time and then to take that one moment even if it's just 30 seconds how to center yourself how to calm down if it's just closing your eyes like for a few seconds taking two or three deep breaths into the belly sometimes it's only that
0: yeah yeah this is I absolutely agree with you 100% I do that every time before my clients I close my eyes I take two very mindful breaths I ground myself and then I click (laughs) enter room (laughs) in zoom (laughs) because i work with online um and i i do the same also with my events you know that's often why i like to do an om together at the beginning even at my mantra concerts i do it in order to kind of to settle myself but also to settle the space and to settle the energy together so that we realize oh we're coming into we're coming into an energy together and from here let's have an experience and see what can happen let's talk perhaps a little bit about some of your beautiful offerings um you said obviously you're doing really a lot of things like you're on tour I know I love that you have your little on tour and you advertise that so beautifully um uh, where people can come to your events at different yoga studios you also is it your yoga studio or you have a connection to one of the studios in Cologne the white room is it called the white room did I remember correctly? Thank you. I wasn't sure. <laughs> so, um, And then obviously you're offering 20 hour trainings into sound healing that people can book with you. And then you're also offering um, sessions for um, sound meditation, sound massage, I think if I'm correct, for individuals, but also for groups or pairs. Um, that's a lot of stuff. How do you find balance in your day with all of that?
1: Too many appointments per day and enough space when I don't have time to go for a walk with my dog that is my indicator on I have too many appointments
0: yeah I had Mm -hmm. this experience yesterday I don't have a dog but the walk is the same for me I have to go for a walk in the afternoon and if I don't then I'm like something is wrong there's too many there's too much going on right now that
1: is the indicator Mm -hmm. interesting it's because I was like Mm -hmm. that's
0: exactly my indicator (laughs) Without the dog, um, let, let's talk a little bit about your your training. Uh, what 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 do you love the most about the twenty hour sound uh, sound healing training that you offer? And is, is it is it uh, live on location? Is it online?
1: No, this is all live <laughs> mm. because I want the people to play and feel. So uh, mm. it's about um, three days. We come together in a small group. And I give them like a holistic overview on these nature instruments. The focus is on singing bowls, on the Tibetan bowls, which are from metal mm-hmm. and the crystal singing bowls, which have the quartz crystal and maybe other diamonds. and mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so it's singing bowl and singing bowl, but same, same, but different yeah. because that Tibetan bowls are a little bit more grounding, a little bit deeper, fuller. Mm-hmm. And that crystal singing bowls spheric they are going high it's Mm -hmm. like it's a little bit different in the way they sound and you feel that vibrations Mm -hmm. and i also do the gong so i'm a gong Mm -hmm. player i give them the gongs and a few drums and then i let them explore so i give them a holistic overview about all these instruments where they come from we do playing techniques how you play them We do partner trainings like one-on-ones or group sound bars. So we train everything, give feedback. And we do a little bit of sound massage that everybody feels in different positions (laughs) on the back, on the hip, how the bows feel on the body because they physically massage the body. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we do trainings in the groups every day for three days, learn all techniques, learn about all instruments and sounds. And then after three days, do the people they know? Like, are they more connected to the Tibetan bowls and maybe go into that field of Tibetan bowls and body sound massage? Mm-hmm. Some say, oh my God, I'm just into that crystal bowl feeling. Mm-hmm. I need my own set of crystal balls right now. Others go out and say, I apply for gong training now because I just go into that gong, that is amazing. So yeah, I love to give them this overview and let them play and feel and discover and explore. And then they know which direction then further to go
0: i think that's so beautiful how you offer them a space obviously the overview to get them connected and aware and understanding of what the purpose is but then to also offer them a space for their own experience so that it's not so structured but that they can explore and really like children be curious have an experience and then explore as you said explore the feeling on different parts of the body what does this material do with me what does this one do with me how is a gong compared to the maybe a percussive drum for example um it's beautiful it sounds beautiful oh, we're gonna have I to have happen we're gonna have to have another session to, to talk more about this because I love the topic and I, what I appreciate so much is is how embodied you are as you explain it I can see it in, in you it, it's really resonating from the inside out like you see it it's it's beautiful to experience that you are this I I, I love that so thank you what is um maybe just a coming towards the end of the session for now I have two more questions one of them is you know obviously stepping out of as you said this other life let's say that you were doing in hamburg 10 years uh media um marketing all of this then sabbatical in india that turns into 15 months that turns into transform my life i'm going to go on the sound bender and be a sound specialist What is maybe the biggest challenge that you focus, excuse me, the biggest challenge that happened on your journey in that space in terms of stepping out of the old life and maybe the expectations and then following your passion, following your heart and trusting yourself that you could create a business out of it?
1: Actually, maybe that took me from going home first step because um, I only felt after three months that this is the right way, but I couldn't explain it and I didn't exactly know what would be my for the business or whatever. I didn't know. I just felt that path I am on is the right path. And I knew if I would go back, I would be absorbed from my whole job and expectations. And I had to argue why not and explain, Mm. which I couldn't really explain. So I think it was following the path and hiding from arguing back home while leaving that well-paid contract, which I had here in that system. And... um, But when it when almost one year was over and one year I took my time to follow that path, myself felt like, yeah, what am I going to do? like, is that kind of my new business? What is my business? And I was also a little bit confused because for almost one year, so many impressions from all over India and Asia. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that's why I went to Sri Lanka and I did a 10 day Vipassana. 10 days silent meditation. Mm -hmm. And that gave me clarity. So when I came out of that, I found it sound in yoga. Mm-hmm. and made my website <laughs> started my business That's because so then i knew because yeah. all the layers and everything that was confusing me was gone all yeah. that little talkers in my mind in my head from back home and my own critic car was gone yeah. and yeah. i was so blank clear empty yeah. free white and i knew what to do so my my choice for vipassana was then the final thing that i did which helped me into that what i do now
0: yeah, that's so interesting. I used to practice Vipassana for a very long time. And actually, I started practicing Vipassana when I was in McLaughlin, in India. Yeah, it's a beautiful meditation. It gives a lot of space. <laughs> You're like, "Mom, I'm going to take some space. <laughs> I can, I'm can. i not surprised that you said that. And I think it really highlights the power of, of meditation to help us Definitely. step out of the what I call the washing machine of the mind and the emotions and the blah, 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 blah self. Yeah. Not to say it's bad, but just it's nice to have a pause and to step back into the deeper consciousness and and make our choices from that space. It's been so beautiful talking to you, Anki. Thank you so much for making time for me. I definitely want to do this again with you. I really love your energy. It's, it's, you have such a beautiful energy. It's really, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's like a beautiful red wine. (laughs) Um, And uh, my last question that I love to finish the podcast with is, if there was just one message that you could leave the world with, what would it be?
1: What you love?
0: Oh, drop the mic on that. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. You. So beautiful. I'm looking forward to staying in contact with you. And of course, I'm going to include all of your info and links in the show notes. Have a beautiful day. You too. Thanks for giving me
1: the time and space. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: I hope you enjoyed that chat with Anki as much as I did and as you could hear from the excitement in both our voices, I think that's just the beginning of a long friendship and I'm pretty certain I'm going to have her as a guest again here on the podcast for you to dive a little bit deeper into the elements of alternative states of consciousness that empower us to heal on an inner level through sound and what you can do about it and you know what's even more interesting what you can do about that through the power of your voice using sound all of that and so much more in upcoming episodes with me of course you can find more about your voice on my website and you can find more about Anki's beautiful work and the white room in Kern on her website I'm linking up all of the show notes including her Instagram page here please 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 be sure to click on the links and get in touch with her That is everything from me for now. Until next time.